Okay, let's uh, get focused on some shit. Oh, oh let's get on the dive talk. Hey, welcome. So back. I don't know if we're gonna welcome back to coffee. No, it could be dive talk. Welcome to dive talk. Welcome to dive talk. I put a sticker on the shitter. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. In my humble opinion. Go too far off topic, but okay. Um, hey everybody, welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast. It's your two hosts, with old the Jamesy, most, old Jamesy, and old Brando, crazy Brando. Everything's gotta go, all our prices are slashed. Throw some karate. Uh, I like uh, the old sound effects from the Bruce Lee movies. There was a so lot we got of... some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was just you picking up your coffee. Cup. I know. <laughs> Let me have a sip of this coffee. Thirty years ago, nineteen eighty-eight. What were you doing? Uh, I was over, probably in the Middle East. As a matter of fact, I know I was in the Middle East for a good portion of eighty-eight. Were you diving yet? Eighty-eight. Oh yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah, already yeah. diving, right? I was diving for four years by then. This is, or I'm sorry, three years. Three this years. is um, about a year before I took my class. Thirty years ago, a lot of our listeners probably not diving. Some of them probably oh. not even born yet. Yeah, it was. Listen, we were watching something, and the person's like, "You know, I'm kind of old. I was born in the '90s. I was like." You. <laughs> you don't know what old is. So, the fact that you you think you're old and you were born in the '90s to me goes you're, you're a, a dumbass. You're a dumbass. Yes, <laughs> you're a typical kid. <laughs> you know, and I I not to go too far off topic, but you know, I have four kids and, oh, and you're they're the, at this. You were the same this, way. Uh, you yes. When you, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. When you and that's 30. what I I tell my kids all the time. I I know exactly. Anyway, the long story short is photography, it has to be a certain aspect of, of photography that'll draw the majority of our listeners that are into photography. Because there's not a lot of shows out there talking about underwater photography. And we're getting some. Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, we're getting some photos turned in now, finally. Finally. Yeah, I'm glad some to ha- see that. halfway decent photos, some funny stuff. Old Mike Case, you know, the usual Mike, uh, putting, he put some good stuff out there. He put some funny stuff up there. Yeah, good mix. Yeah, we got some people putting that shipwreck one. My comment on the shipwreck one was I took your words and I just put them a little more elegantly. Right. And no, nobody caught us. I, like I was going to get I a little hot. I caught on to it. I, like, thought it was, I thought it was good. I liked it. He said the exact same thing, but I'm like, I'm trying to run for office. I'll say what he said. But 
No, it's that's exactly what I wanted. A, a mix of fun ones, a mix, yeah. of, a mix of good ones. Even if it's a, a shitty, funny photo, you're trying to make you know make fun of yourself. This is, I, I spent all this money and this is all I can get. <laughs> hey, no, and that's and that's cool. Yeah, that's, and that's so, learning if you're, curve. and if you're throwing it up, throw the story in there too, because yes. that's fun stuff, and, yeah. and people can you know relate, all learn, relate from it, and learn yes. from it for sure. Yeah, so throw the story in there too. How about the? Uh, I mean, Mike K might be moving up to like. Top supporter. Top supporter. Oh, by all means. uh, Did you see the the Halloween costume? Yes, by all means. That was was funny. That was really good. Although I would like a neck. That's fantastic. Can I send him a neck? I just need a little wood pole. This is a little... Appreciate it, Mike, but... Well, I mean, if, and I, I know you well, didn't want the head coming out of the shoulder like a look like a two-headed person. Well, if you're going to be like where the... The desk yes. with the microphone and the you need some way to have the second head up there. You know? My wife, my Five wife stars. was just shaking That's... her head, which is <laughs> if you get the shake shaking her head, you've done great things. We've won. Her. Yes, we're we winning. Won. We're, we're, yes. we're winning. I should say we're winning. Winning. Okay, let's get to work. I, uh, that is work. No, no, this is this. It's gonna be. You want to get be to, a ton of editing. You want to, dude? I need to teach you how to edit. You need to take my editing class. Editing, advanced editing for dummies. Not that you're a dummy. I'm just thirty I'm years ago the, from the book. Okay, so we've talked about this before. Skin Diver, I learned about diving from that. Yeah, I used to read that. Uh, that was probably one of the best parts of the whole magazine. I, I agree. Definitely is. It, it's, for me, it was the first section I opened up to. Always, it's, it's right the last to the, page. Yep, right to the back of the magazine, and this is what I would read. This was a recipe for disaster. So Two parts butter. <laughs> Go ahead. Tablespoon of sugar. One part peak performance buoyancy card. <laughs> Two parts overconfidence. Three parts padding on your back for the entire class. No real actual criticisms. <laughs> so I learned about diving from that. Now, this is 30 years ago. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off by saying, I don't know that we learned very much from this <laughs> 30 years later. Because if I go right to the end... Of the the little story. Before you tell me this, is this going to get me like uh, all in a big rant about the scuba education system? Oh no! no. Do I ever, do I ever bring up anything that's going to bring? No, no. This is just typical divers being idiots. We learn the following from our mistakes mm-hmm. at the end. If you plan to use a small boat as your dive platform, be equipped. Think twice before attempting a five to six hundred yard swim if you're not in shape for it. <laughs> Know your. <laughs> How old is the person that made all these mistakes? Not to go back to my. Don't let a external factors affect your decision on aborting a dive. I'm trying to external factors affect your decision on aborting a dive. Like uh, we need to get the dive in. But because how is that you know, an external? We're leaving, we're leaving, oh, oh, we're leaving something non diving related. Yeah. Is we got to do this because yeah, yeah. this is our last day on vacation. Know yeah. your equipment. Know when thine I, equipment is the commandment. Yes. Whenever a current is present, da, 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 da. 
Do not separate. Okay. Can I just interrupt you? And remember your weight belt. <laughs> when you have that many, like, I learned about diving from this. This is like, you need to go back to Scuba 101. This you is need to go of, back oh, to yeah, the basics. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. This is... You didn't adopt it. And this is what, I mean, I've said to students in the beginning of class, listen, I can't possibly, in the amount of time allotted in this class, teach you everything you're going to run into, every possible scenario, and how to particularly how to save yourself or get out of that scenario. So you have to teach like a philosophy. Thank you. Right? Yes. A deeper, broader thought system that will allow you an approach to diving that will allow you to safely remove yourself from issues, from problems, or solve the problems. Correct. Trying to, you know, pinpoint every potential it's the problem. the wrong way to analyze an accident. You're damn right. Because it's impossible. Because because then, then on your slate, your checklist, <laughs> yeah. you got these are the ten mistakes that exactly. can be made. So wait, on. that's not on the list. <laughs> exactly. Inflate your PCD, get to the surface, and that's how you. That's how the accidents occur. Is you know something that's out of step with the, the right. list of possible failures that the instructor told me I could have happened, and panic it, comes in because you don't know how to deal with it because you don't have that. Deeper you don't have philosophy a mindset. You of don't a have the mindset. The mindset. I'm with you. And Jamesy, the, I mean, the thing is also, you start talking about these things, so they put all of these items to to be addressed, and then they say, "Well, we'll just put them on a checklist, or we'll we'll make sure that we double check this before we enter the water." Well, every time you enter the water and you encounter something new, you're going to be adding something to this checklist. Yeah. So once you once you learn how to scuba dive, and you've got the this is how I control my bcd inflator this is how i purge right. a regulator your next step isn't necessarily get more of these pinpointed skills these it should be find the philosophy right find the mindset What's the mindset yeah. find the art of scuba thank you okay so let's get started i shouldn't say find but hone uh, What's the words, Jamesy? What's the words we can put? Because find you, is like you're looking, you're seeking something. It's right there. It's in front of you. But it comes from experience. And it comes from people believe after the first class, they've got the card. You're certified. That word carries a lot of weight, doesn't it? Let's see how many certified divers would fall right into the same situation. Okay. The same recipe for not lasagna. <laughs> Disaster. Disaster. Okay, our first three days in the BVI, the British Virgin Islands, were spent at anchor in a cove off Norman Island. While storms gave new meaning to the term cabin fever, with the first break in the weather, we loaded dive gear and ourselves into a 12-foot dinghy. We motored one quarter mile to a cluster of sheer pinnacles rising 90 feet from the seafloor. They are known locally as the Indians. The sea had become mirror calm with just a slight hint of swells. Finding no beachhead, we motored to Pelican Island some 275 yards away. The return of the heavy cloud cover prompted us to haul the dinghy well up the gravel beach, lest the storm activity res resume while we were below. After we took a compass heading on the Indians, three things happened. Bill couldn't clear his left ear. Bill always has problems. Jill's borrowed second stage began free-flowing. Fucking Jill. And I noticed a current running parallel to the steep shoreline. What's his name? So they're going to run 
Bill Jill and who's this other guy? Uh, P.D. Saracen is, this, is, it is Phil? the guy who he maybe might be Phil. Phil. So Phil, Bill, and Jill are went up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna do a three hundred yard swim from one island over to these mm-hmm. others. Does he say in this story how much experience in his his diving level? They're awesome. Okay. They're all they're Navy all, they're SEALs? All, they're all awesome divers. They're all Navy SEALs. They're totally usually. all awesome certified divers. Okay. We clambered back up the gravelly scree, regrouped, corrected the free flow problem, recalculated the compass heading to allow for drift in the current, and tried again. So they had one failed attempt to even get the three of them down, drifted away, crashed back to shore. All right, let's try this again. <laughs> Which down there in the in the in the BVIs, a lot of people are down there on those catamarans, mm-hmm. you know, rented boats or whatnot, and they take the dinghy over and gonna go do some diving too. Yeah, that sounds kind of like what, yeah, yeah. yeah. This time everything went smoothly. The brain and elkhorn studded coral embankment forming the base of Pelican Island dropped away with a pure white sand bottom. Some one hundred yards further, the reef surrounding the Indians appeared. Rolling ridges and clefts sheltered an endless array of marine life. During the dive, we monitored our air consumption, saving enough air for the return trip, plus a five-minute safety margin. You know where the the indicator for a five-minute safety safety margin margin is on your pressure gauge? Yeah, I do, exactly. What the Most people don't uh, notice the the five-minute safety margin indicator line. But it's there. It's there. It's the five-minute safety margin. It's built in. So personally, I, I would say my, me, 30 years later, I'm finding some embellishment to the story here. To the story, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that they've really thought of what a, a five-minute safety margin really is. It's a very vague term. First of all, it's very vague. It doesn't it's really like, tell me it's anything. It's like what most people say when, Get on yeah, I've got, a safe, I've got a safety margin. I've got 500 PSI in my mm-hmm. tank. That's I'm going to be up at 500, margin. or the people that just say, um, that's why I dive thirds, so I, I've got a safety margin. Yeah, without any th- real thought of what right. thirds is really, really about. Starting the return trip, we passed easily over the hills of the reef until we came near its edge. Coming up over the last ridge, a current all but stopped us. At the same time, it dawned on me just why the journey over had been so easy. The same current that had assisted our arrival, however, was going to make our return extremely difficult. Okay. So 300-yard swim. So here these divers are. They're jumping in. They're going to do this swim. And they did not even, it sounds like it didn't even occur to them to take the the fact that there's probably a current in the ocean. Well, they, well, they we, knew it because it, be well, they started it off knowing it because it drifted them away while they're having the issue on the dive. So they didn't take then that, in, and yes, they, they didn't even take that again. into account at all. That's uh, Well, again, they're they're so focused and wrapped up in the moment of we got to get the dive done, right? And we had an issue, you know, yes. over the over the weekend, you know, a guy was trying to blow a marker bag on, a, on an ascent. He got so wrapped up in... I've got to get the bag blown. Yeah. Right. That lost all awareness of it's his balance. Awareness. Lost all is... awareness of his buoyancy. And, you know, next thing he knows, he's at the surface. This is the, I mean, you bring up this awareness thing and we've got it right here. And I'm going to guess these are pretty basic divers, you know, just probably open water 101 is all that's under their belt. And maybe not a whole lot of diving under the belt. And if it is, they really haven't learned anything from it. But people going in, you know, when I used to teach the fundies, the people wanted to, the vast majority were taking it because you needed the card to progress with training into the tech realm. The whole thing about tech diving is it is the 
it is the fundamental elements of diving, the fundamental skills of diving hyped up a little bit on steroids. So you need to have those basic skills, but the most elemental skill that is hard to teach per se. Because it's not taught. It's, I know it's exactly not taught, where you're going. Yeah, is, is awareness, yeah. situational awareness. And if you can get that down, which is kind of like a task loading thing to a certain, or a multitasking thing to a certain degree, but it's bigger and more broad than that. It's knowing. It's head up. Head up. Eyes it's, open. Right. Seeing the, everywhere. The big picture. Not just yeah. the deco bottle in my hand. And by seeing not everywhere, it doesn't mean your eyes are in every single yep. thing constantly, you know, looking around like, and you can't have fun on the dive. What it is is knowing what to look for and when and being aware of what's going on almost all times, the critical things that are going on, i.e., they weren't aware of the current. They never took that in, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and we'll oh, go yeah. over it. So The Sandy White Channel, which had so delighted us on our swim over, now seemed like a no-man's land in a war zone. Worse yet, the powdery bottom presented no handholds and no obstacles to the current. Legs aching and lungs gulping worrisome volumes of air, all four of us struggled across the channel. I think the I think the uh, five minute safety margin indicator just moved on, the, <laughs> on this guy's. Little cage. did we know we needed a thirty minute safety margin. <laughs> After a while, my SPG showed eight hundred psi, and I still couldn't see any end of the sandy channel. I began to worry we might miss the island altogether and signaled we should surface to see how far we had drifted downrange. And I'm sure back in this day, nobody had a marker buoy on. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Uh, so, yikes. Now, remember at the beginning, he was saying uh, that they all had cabin fever because it had been really stormy. Right. And they had a little break in the weather. And they're right, like, right. we got to go get the dive in. Things had changed above us. <laughs> The glassy surface was now sporting a nasty chop, and heavy rain reduced visibility greatly. Worse yet, the current had sent us far down range of our boat because they, they're, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're dingy. They're, they're dingies up on shore the on dingy. this little off island <laughs> that was 300 yards away from the Indians that they wanted to dive. Nobody took a, a what if moment like, hey, what if we get taken away <laughs> we descended again and kicked and swam for all we were worth linda and jill were to my left where'd linda come from build my right where the f did linda come from and her name her name is inappropriate for this story it doesn't rhyme well there was bill and jill and possibly phil and possibly phil but and linda, linda too there's four it's a four i know but There's i didn't couples. hear There's did you couples. forget to read about linda no it's just he just threw linda, linda, in there. linda wasn't having a problem earlier bill was having the ear problem well jill he, he had should the, have said jill and had linda and second linda stage. was having it nice and easy what uh you just throw linda out of the blue this is either an author's problem or he wasn't even aware of Linda. Linda's from another dive boat. That could be. And, hey, Linda's on this dive? What the? Bill started to outpace me as my energy waned. Soon he was out of sight. I turned a moment later, and neither my wife nor Jill were to be seen. So who, Linda's, who his wife? Linda's his wife. You dumbass. Now this is... <laughs> I'm done with this article. <laughs> no, you can't. We're, in the, we're in, the, in the middle of it. He just throws Linda out of the blue. I surfaced. To look for them, with 200 PSI showing on my gauge. To my horror, I spotted my wife's BC bobbing over a wave, 75, 80 yards away. I raised a gloved hand and saw a responding wave from her. 
There was no sign of Jill or Bill. The chop kept slapping my mask and flooding it. The island was now 25 to 30 yards away. I wanted to swim towards my wife. I looked for her again, but couldn't find her. Yeah. So now they're up at the surface just getting the shit beat out of them. Right. You know what, Jamesy? This story, though, you shouldn't have told us how old this magazine was and tried to make us guess because this story, all of these things can just happen to any, I mean, still to this day. That's what I'm saying is I don't think we learned from this recipe. No. I don't think a lot we're of still making are. the same old lasagna. That's because the uh, you have to learn, you have to analyze these mistakes in a correct manner, or you're not going to learn from them. Suddenly, my tank went dry. I, <laughs> First of all, I pro- <laughs> does that ever happen suddenly? <laughs> so, <laughs> Son of a! <laughs> suddenly, it went dry. No, no, you've been showing us all along where, it's, say, where it's nice and slowly. You've depleting. been thinking it was the current, and you're out of gas. Yes, you're out you, of breath when actually you're sucking. Your tank down to zero. Yeah, chugging chugging away Mm -hmm. through the regulator still. Mm -hmm. I pressed for shore on the surface. My horse collar BC made swimming awkward, and I alternated using legs and arms to rest my aching muscles. The chop kept flooding both my snorkel and my mask. So just like we were talking last week about having that ability to swim and having the fitness you have that not because diving requires a ton of physical fitness it but the does day when that you, you need, need it, it yes you need it it does when you need it if you run into any problems you need the ability to physically remove yourself from the environment one way or another and sometimes that takes force and muscle ideally you shouldn't be in that situation but that's the thing about diving is we're going into a harsh environment although it may look calm and cool it can change in a minute notice as we notice here it can change without warning and you don't know what you're going to encounter it's unpredictable that's the draw and it's also the the reason you have to be prepared for just about anything then i spotted bill in waist deep water he was clinging to a small man-sized pinnacle jutting from the island's rocky wall i was finally nearing shore a wave decided to pit me against a large brain coral the coral won leaving me with a a well-defined imprint of its convolutions upon my anatomy. Bill managed to swing his gear over top of the pinnacle and swim over to me. I clambered up the rock, gave Bill my gear, and half swam, half scrambled along the island's perimeter to the boat. What a sight this would be. Just, well, yeah. I mean, these guys are just getting the living shit beat against the this rocky wall. Yeah, they're fortunate that it wasn't worse. Yeah, you, know? you can. You don't even have to take a you know stretch the imagination very far to see that some. Something like this could have ended a lot worse. How I then managed to drag the boat down to the water and clear of the rocks without swamping it can be attributed solely to luck. I motored past the forlorn-looking build to search for Linda and Jill. I found them on a narrow ledge at the very end of Pelican Island. By standing on their flippers, they could just keep their heads above water. Every other wave swept them from their perch. They struggled back each time. So you look at this scenario, too. Take it one step further. You've got this boat, right? Is it a dual motor boat? You've got the single motor you're relying on. You've got this current. They could all get back in and still be swept off. Do you have a radio? All of these other safety aspects of of the dive have to be taken into accommodation when you're diving in a place like the ocean yeah it's because what what they're doing is they're going up throwing the throwing the dinghy on a rocky shore yeah. edge and they're treating it like a just like any old shore dive in bonaire Thank where you, you just like like a shore dive at the exactly. quarry i walk in yes. i walk out how, how hard can it be well the thing we're the difference walk, being we're is... gonna walk in here we're gonna swim <laughs> over there we're gonna, we're gonna get it back yes. right out here the difference being the worst case scenario you're going to get blown 
going to the other side where there's probably still civilization. In the ocean, the worst case scenario is you just go out into the middle of the ocean. Well, well the worst case scenario is the scenario you should have in mind. Thank you. You should all... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, think? Well, that's what I'm saying. In the quarry, you do have it in your mind, but it's a lot of it's unconscious in the sense of, well, what's our plan? Should we get separated, blown away from our upline, or not be able to come out of the water where we went in? Then you, the actual verbiage would be, worst case is we surface in the middle or at the other side of the quarry. We're still on land. Yeah, I'll, we got to do the I'll swim get, of shame. Like or I'll travel on land over, or yeah, I'll yeah. call for help from a phone or from somebody on the other side. You're in civilization. But you when know? you're in the middle of the ocean, you're f- Man. Jill, we learned later, had run out of air first, and Linda had surfaced to stay with her. You know what I'm noticing? That part's good. Not a single person peed in their wetsuit, which is number one <laughs> on our response list. <laughs> this is true. First, pee in your wetsuit. Jill's BC, also borrowed, failed to inflate properly, even after manual efforts, and she was forced to cling to Linda. The two of them had pulled and kicked their way toward Pelican and were very fortunate to find the narrow ledge. Okay, let me ask you something. He puts a lot of emphasis on this borrowed BC. Like, I'm judging you because you didn't maintain your gear or whatnot. It's not that the, you can borrow gear. That's not the problem. The problem is, I'm going to guess, they never checked it out. They never checked it for function, looked at it, physically inspected it. They just threw it on and, and did the dive. So the issue isn't borrowing, although he keeps bringing it up as this is on your checklist. Don't borrow Well, stuff. right. He's trying to do is he's trying to put some of the blame on somebody, hey, else. I, somebody else had shitty gear and, and we used it. I can't it. really take well, that the, the blame. should be, well, yeah. sometimes you're going to get shitty gear, so you got to pay attention attention to that ahead of time and make sure it's not shitty gear that everything works well you need to inspect your equipment yeah and and you do need to put blame sometimes you have to put there's a fault for this oh yeah okay Okay. As, as we're getting to after some further difficulty we piled a wet and coral cut bill into the boat and bailed our way back to our chartered sloop in norman bite we were exhausted by the near tragedy but happy to be alive sure so they made it. They made it back, all, all four of them. Right. And like any accident, beat up. You, you should be learning from yeah, it. Yeah, so beat up, cut up, exhausted, just barely within an inch of their lives, they, 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 they make it back. You can see that They probably easily, went. They easily. probably, they were over at Norman Island, so they probably motored over to the soggy dollar and got hammered did, on painkillers. their killers. analysis. <laughs> <laughs> got hammered on painkillers, like, yeah. holy shit, we almost died. Let's Give me another hand. Give did me we learn drink. anything? And they, they did their drunken analysis because, from what I gather, they did a drunken analysis. Oh, we need to do this from now on. Never borrow gear. Okay, you missed that point. Well, um, so here's the seven. Go ahead. So here were those seven. Uh, we learned the following from our mistakes. And number one was never. No, wait. Always. <laughs> no, wait. I'll never forget it. <laughs> if you plan to use a small boat as your dive platform, be equipped with adequate gear to moor over the dive site. The Indians were sheer and presented no safe mooring. The dinghy's ground tackle was totally inadequate to accommodate the depth involved. So that's why they threw the boat over on a rock right. 300 yards away, which, that's a swim. 300 yards a hell is a good a chunk of a swim. In, perfect, in, in a swimming pool, it's, yeah. it's a serious swim let alone in open ocean. And that's the thing. In your mind, you're thinking, well, we'll just, you know, leisurely swim together. It'll take us 10 minutes. We're good. We're cool. 15 minutes, whatever. But never did they say in their mind, they never even mentioned it, 
what if things get hairy? What if the weather goes to shit and we're out there? Think twice, number two. Think twice before attempting a five to 600-yard swim if you're not in shape for it. And even if you are fit, ponder the wisdom of some. Yeah, the whole think twice. That, that's really a vague term, too. The, a better wording of this. Analyze your – give a, a, an accurate – self-assessment of your physical fitness well level. nobody does though and, and that's it, not, it's, that's it's not all everybody's everybody's is always oh i can do that i can do it i, I don't do know it. i don't know i know some people that are you know g- getting up there in age and they and they admit like they're not what they used to be and so they've they've dialed their diving back they won't enter into a circumstance that could require them to need to die well good on them swim yeah, yeah, 300 them. yards against the current number three was do not allow external factors and he says i.e Limited vacation time, a spectacular dive site, concern at disappointing friends, etc. affect your decision on aborting a dive. We had favored a temporary lull in the poor weather in lieu of the overall forecast for the area. I think you need to accompany all that with, because I don't think it was the decision aborting the dive as much as it was you overestimated your abilities and you underestimated the ability of the environment to change while you were underwater. Yeah, and you well, didn't so have the even especially knowing that means they're in a, they're on a stormy day and they just right. happen to have a, a right. lull in weather. Yeah. And if you've ever been down to the, the Virgin Islands area, those storms it's are anywhere in, in the they're ocean. in and out constantly. Yeah. I mean those storms are just blowing Equator. through that area. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. you can have flat calm and we'll you know that later, in yeah. 30 minutes it can be storming and then it's cleared up right again. That's the ocean for you. Right, yeah. For, for the most part. I mean, you do have the And they should and have, whatnot, like, yeah. like they had all the issues, got blown off course already, mm-hmm. surfaced, and then went back down again mm-hmm. and tried to finish off the dive. So at, at, at that point, he pro- they probably should have said, whoa, 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 whoa. In yeah. hindsight, I'm sure they were like, what the hell were we thinking? We should have well, yeah. just aborted right then when we had the chance. Know your equipment. Do not borrow or rent gear unless you have a chance to familiarize yourself with it under simpler conditions. Bill's rented BCD had leaked badly, making his struggle on the rocks that much tougher. Jill's had not worked at all, a fact which, under the circumstances, could have easily resulted in a double drowning. Jill's free flow had started again when we had surfaced for our bearings and rapidly depleted what air she still had. This was one area in which Linda and I were fortunate. Had either of us suffered a BC failure, at least one of our party would almost certainly have drowned. Maybe. Because they're struggling, right? Luckily, one of them in each one of the the dive team had a functioning BCD. Was able to, yeah. Right, so... To provide some buoyancy for the other. You can always, I mean, you can always let go of your weight belt. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. So that's number seven. Slow down. Whoa, don't give us away fella. yet. <laughs> don't, don't go all being smart <laughs> on me right now. Whoa, big fella. Don't, don't start making good decisions <laughs> yet. Not now. The whole dive's been full of stupid shit. Number five, whenever a current is present, Take the time to be certain you can cope with it and allow for that extra effort and time. Also, when possible, allow for an alternate staging point should it prove physically impossible to return to your point of entry. Having a non-diver along to man the dive boat is better still. I think that's the, the main oh, part is boy. having, you know, when diving from a boat, 
Don't uh, leave it alone. Don't leave the boat alone. Have well, we've somebody. We've talked about that. I mean, I've you know, personally been involved in. I mean, I, th- I think like overthinking alternate staging points and all this. I think that's overthinking the situation. Whereas, just if you're diving off of a dinghy, have somebody on the dinghy, knowing that you're in open ocean, open right. current, moving water. You know, plan right. you're going to come to the surface and they're going to pick you up. Well, there's especially if you have the current. There's different ways to do that dive, live boating, whatever you want want to do, drift dive. There are different ways to do that dive safely, and that's the biggest thing. I mean, there none of that was taken into consideration with this. No. It, it looks like. And I don't – I mean, it's easy to look back in, in hindsight. That's the thing about looking back at accidents is they, everything's so clear. No, because this was a recipe for, <laughs> for disaster. disaster. But again, it you know, we sit here, and I'm not speaking for you, James, but I'll speak for myself. It's easy to sit and look back and call them dumbasses and, and whatever. And I, yeah. I don't mean that in the critical, harsh, like you're truly a dumbass. The, the way I'm looking at it is the point we are right now in our diving. And 30 years ago, I would probably done that. I mean, there were, I put myself in situations, stupid, stupid situations, for a lot of the same reasons. Fortunately, things turned out okay. But when I say reasons, it should be lack of reasons or lack of right. thought, and lack we, and of foresight. Are you going to make those same mistakes today? Well, of course not, and that's because the thing. You've, because you've learned it. But, but yes. what I, where I was starting off with when we started reading this was saying that I think a lot of people— would still do that. Later, yeah. are still making these mistakes. And that's why I was trying to get to the root of this. A lot of the root of this is that you get a card or you take a certain class and you've never been given a critical evaluation. I mean, really a critical, honest evaluation. You've got been given because it's emphasized in the course. Great job. You know, the handshake underwater, the clap underwater. You oh, you were awesome. Let's go have a beer. Get your card. Congratulations. Oh, that was awesome. You are great. In your mind, you've built up this self image that I'm a really good diver. And so you'll take on dives that are outside your realm of comfort. Your ego will put you into it and you don't know what you don't know. You don't even know how to approach the dive correctly because you've never been taught and you've never been exposed. Uh, Oh, absolutely. And, And they definitely didn't know. Do not separate. Finding oneself utterly alone in an open sea is both psychologically and physically debilitating. While we were all cognizant of this most important rule, I had missed Jill and Linda's forced surfacing, and Bill had gotten too far ahead to see us. Can I interrupt you here? I have to. Because yeah, go for it. The whole I, thing I know is, where you're going. do not separate? What? <laughs> That's huh? a rule. It's no a rule. No fake, man. <laughs> Don't separate. The problem isn't that Why? you separated. The problem is How? you're so overwhelmed right. with everything because you've narrowed your focus into just yourself. You've lost all that awareness of everything right. around you. It's not that you separated. It's, it's, it's that awareness. you lost yourself. So the better thing to have learned from that is I have to maintain awareness of my team all the time. Better yet Despite is, the how do I do regulator. that? Despite exactly. the, the faulty BCD. Thank you. Despite yeah, the heavy yeah. current. Yeah, tip, all that stuff occurs, oh well, you got to deal with it. And, and at the same time, and, you got to keep everybody together. Right. There you go. Excellent. And, and that's what fundamentals, essentials, a good instructor is going to teach well, you. Well, that's what that philosophy and that mindset really is building. Thank right? you. It, it's that awareness. Whereas... You could easily look at, at this and walk away and go, well, I learned it. Never dive with a leaky BCD again. Yeah. No <laughs> now, fake. I knew that uh, before I went in. I never dive. I uh, never dive where there's going to be a current in a 300-yard <laughs> swim again, and then I'm not going to have the issue. That's Wait, not the they issue. They told you that in 101. They told you that in Scuba 101. 
beware of current. The You're right, James. What's the issue? They're not aware. Valuable air and energy were spent turning this way and that, scanning for others. And so... Mm-hmm. Losing the team team, sucks a lot of energy because you're trying to regain them. And number seven was remember your weight belt. Exhausted as each of us was, not one of us thought to ditch his or her weight belt. Sound idiotic? It is. But often an action must become almost second nature for it to be considered under stressful conditions. Regular practice is essential. Well, they were taught also to ditch their weights. You signed something that said you were But taught. specifically what he's saying is exhausted as each of us was, not That's one of I'm us thought at. to ditch his or her That's what off. I'm getting at. You're right. not taught, like, it's not really input. It's not put into any kind of situation in the class. You just demonstrate that you can ditch your weight belt. You take it, unbuckle it, right hand release, take the weight belt, we move it far from your body, and ditch and Correct. throw it. That's all what, you're done. What real life experience teaches different. you is a situation can arise that is going to make you need to think, I need to figure out a way to become positively buoyant. Yes. Right now. It, you are not given those like the ABCs in first aid. It always gives you a philosophy. Always go back to airway, breathing, circulation. Always. And that's, you know, being a medic, that is so ingrained in you because that's your basics, and you always go to your basics. It's a mindset. They don't teach me, oh, if he has a, if his face is smashed in from the right, you go over and, you know, plug into the left. They don't teach every single little situation because they can't. You never know what you're going to come upon. The same thing with scuba diving. You have to have a, a mindset, a philosophy, a sure. way to approach. And when the buoyancy is a big thing. And when the buoyancy, the buoyancy the goes bad and you're struggling and you're already exhausted and the CO2's climbed up mm-hmm. and you're, you're huffing and puffing. Your and you focus, can't, you, your focus narrows it. so greatly from the CO2. And we've had a little yeah, story over, a, over the week uh, from one of our listeners about how his focusing went from CO2. And he had an incident where CO2 buildup caused his focus to like pinpoint almost. You, it goes to one thing. You lose that situational awareness. Right. And you need to, and that's the time when you need it the most. So, so you do need, you teach you need them? that deeper. Yes. Do, you need that bigger philosophy. But what do you teach them? Do you teach them, oh, don't, uh, don't let your focus narrow. No, you figure out why was my f- narrowing, what was the narrowing of focus problem? What was the CO2 buildup? It was probably the main factor that is allowing, is redu- uh, resulting in this panic feeling and a concentration on one thing, like just live, versus no, that, that, that pebble turns into a giant boulder or that little tiny snowflake turns into a giant avalanche of snow beginning with struggle and work and that has to do with buoyancy so you, you say i never work underwater. i just don't work underwater because of co2 buildup so when you find yourself working stop yeah yeah what am i working for oh i'm trying to struggle against buoyancy get that under control get that that's and that's the root of the problem right there that's why we go back to fundamental skills. Yeah, buoyancy, buoyancy should be buoyancy, buoyancy balance, control trim. should be a, a fundamental skill, right? Yeah, buoyancy balance trim. Yeah, it always. I mean, it goes back to that. Yeah, almost always. Big brick in the foundation of your pyramid of learning uh, scuba diving. Big big brick is that well, actually those three bricks: buoyancy, balance, and trim. So if you if we were cooking up a uh, recipe 
if we were cooking up, if we were cooking up a disaster lasagna, I would say, what were the what, <laughs> what are the ingredients we're going to put in the disaster they lasagna? Have a, they have a recipe for for disaster lasagna. I say a recipe for successful pizza. <laughs> I'd much rather cook a, a successful pizza, which means well, we could, let, we could, let's do yeah. a re- recipe for disaster. Like so, if yeah, you, yeah. you want to oh, have a total you, fuck up. What okay, do you so do? I'm gonna, There's so many main, things, main so many ways to make this. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put main ingredient, bad buoyancy control. You want to have a That's disaster, it, yeah. struggle with buoyancy, struggle with trim, struggle with balance. And what I mean by that is when you break trim and your feet fall below you, as you move and you struggle and you wiggle, physics is going to send you up. Mm-hmm. And then the gas that's already in your BCD is going to expand a bit. Your, your suit's going to expand a little bit. And you're, as you take a breath in, you're going to rise up even more. And that's going to get exacerbated. And, you're gonna, and then you got to yeah. drop and dump some air out of the BCD. And then you're sinking. And then you got to catch yourself from sinking. you got to put air back in. But because you're sinking and you had to swim back up a little bit, you had to break trim again to keep from falling. So it, it's a vicious downward spiral when you break trim, you break balance, and you lose, lose buoyancy. buoyancy yes. it, you want a disaster? That's going right in the uh, uh, two cups of bad buoyancy balance and trim is it, added right. to, to my disaster That's, lasagna. Those are uh, critical ingredients for the disaster because they're probably at the root of most disasters, uh, this inability to control your buoyancy, which results in you working a whole lot, which results in you building up CO2 in your blood. And, and so, so with this recipe, I like what you got as the base. I'm going to spice it up a little. I'm going to throw some spices in there because I'm like uh, Emerald Lagasse. Hey! We're going to throw in a little Boom. CO2. Boom! <laughs> a little CO2 in there. Ooh, so CO2. CO2. That's a, that's a primary ingredient. It's uh, essential to having that delicious disaster f- taste. That delicious disaster flavor. I and mean, people overdo it, it a little bit. So you just, it's okay to overdo it in a disaster. Put, you tried to put a <laughs> tablespoon in, you spilled <laughs> half a cup. That's fine because that is what you need for disaster. Got you need a it, whole I lot of CO two buildup. It'll cause that disaster mindset that you really want. That's what you're really looking for, which is I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just don't want to live, and I can't breathe. I can't breathe because CO two. What does it do for us, folks? makes us want to breathe faster and faster. Our reg, it's fine. It can keep up, but we can't get that CO2 out. Well, common thing, right? So, boom! I had uh, I like the CO2. I had an issue over over the weekend yeah. where they were telling me that they were over-breathing their regulator. I'm like, not no. Not going to happen. No, you're not over-breathing you your regulator. You are breathing your body. Yes. <laughs> you're not over-breathing the regulator. You've got tons of gas. It's going to keep working. It's You are out of control, and you're panicking. You're letting that CO2 affect your brain, and you think you're over-breathing your regulator. Right. But you're the reg can't feed you enough calm, gas. Yeah, calm the hell down. Think, yeah. Here's the thing, James, and you got to tell these folks. You're down at depth. The oxygen level in the gas you breathe can be w- extremely reduced, and you're still getting way more than enough oxygen because we operate on partial pressures. The depth in and of itself is going to increase your oxygen levels because the partial pressure oxygen goes up. But also what gets increased is the CO2 levels. And that's what's giving us the urge to breathe and the need and the urge, that constant, I have to breathe. And that's because your body's trying to get rid of the CO2. Stop pouring that into my lasagna. It's too much now. There's never too much for a disaster recipe. Disaster lasagna requires almost as much CO2 as you can handle. Okay, I'm going to let's... Um, let's draw it into what else? Let's get a... 
Let's we, get a couple of a uh, couple teaspoons of a lack of awareness. Well, in this. I call that right, ignorance. Let's lose. Let's lose our buddies. I call that let's, ignorance. Let's take our mind <laughs> off of our buddies. Right, the CO 2s helping with jacking that. our brains. They, they all work up. together. We're gonna boom. Lo- they well, work yeah, together. it's a recipe. They, they, they. This is disaster lasagna. It all works together. Each other. They it's enhance each other. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful creation. It all works together. This is delicious. Magnifico. What else can we throw in there? Let me look at my. Let me open up some cupboards here. How about some shitty equipment? I got some shitty equipment. Oh yeah, throw that in. They were that works extremely well with the. Uh, give me a cup. Of, give me a cup of, of shitty equipment. Yeah. <laughs> a couple cups of shitty equipment. Look at this. This is a crappy BCD. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Looks fine wait, from the wait, outside. Wait, I've got right over here. Yeah. I've got a whole set of perfectly maintained working equipment. Should we put that in? No, that will that will go against our flavor desires. Are we almost? Uh, I mean, there's a whole lot of things you can put in there. There's almost no limit to the to the amount of deliciousness you can throw into our delicious disaster, disaster lasagna. lasagna. But we have to, we only have limited time, so yeah. So I think everybody's getting the point of yeah. if you want to make disaster lasagna, it's pretty easy. If you want to make a beautiful dive, a successful pizza. If you want to make a <laughs> successful pizza, you start with the crust, right? And that crust Basics. isn't all lifted and flopped and rolling. It's it's perfectly it's, trimmed. It's, it's trimmed and round. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the core, it's it's in control of itself, right? It's yeah, in balance. It controls it's itself. in trim. Yeah. And that's what I, I used to, I, I hearken back to my days when I would teach more. And I always like to teach like that a philosophy, a mindset, and it's something you can always go back to, like the ABCs with medics. And that is buoyancy. You are always in control of your buoyancy you yourself not your not your buddy you are in control of your buoyancy always always yes that is that is one of the very few absolutes that you need does that mean you're always neutral no i mean sometimes you're extremely you're on the surface and that's the other thing my students don't swim on the surface stop your fucking moving that's how i talk to them that's why probably not teaching too much i'm bad (laughs) i put my drill in Stop your fucking moving. Well, that's it. That's it. You're, you're a up mess. On, you, you're up on, I mean, how many times, listeners, yeah. take take note. Like, next time you're on the surface, Watch stick yourself. your face in the water and look at everybody's fins and how many of them are just kicking their asses off mm-hmm. while they're floating at the surface. Right. Look at yourself. Look at yourself, take yeah. Take the time to look at yourself. Take note of Where yourself. am I? And this is if that you, constant evaluation. You, Where am I? If that's you, yeah. whoa, we got, some, we got to fix some things. You don't know what you don't know. And if it's never been taught to you, you can't be expected to know it. I mean, it's great if you get it, if you look around and you can pick that up. Some people can. A vast majority can't, as we know firsthand. Now, take an air share and take it somebody's overweighted or not in complete control of their buoyancy, which is quite common, and they're doing an, a real air share. How does this look? They have an air McDoodle on. They donate the one in their mouth on a two-foot hose, and they're trying to control somebody else's buoyancy for them. Utterly ridiculous. It's, it's not a mess, go, man. Right. And, well, when you train for it, and, and, and a lot of people out there with Air McDoodles, they, they might practice some airshares. Not real airshares. Well, that's it, right? So when everybody's all on the same page of, hey, we're going to do the airshare practice right now, and, you know, we got the line right here we can hold on to if we have to, and that's one thing. But That's a great re- little script to go by. <laughs> Right? Reality is gonna it's unscripted. Reality is, be, is unscripted. Reality's gonna give a little more garlic. <laughs> a little bit more. We're gonna spice it up for you with a little boom. Well, hey everybody, that was some 
recipe lasagna. Is it boom or is it that was bam? Some, that was some uh, disaster lasagna. Everybody. Bam! Bam! There's some disaster lasagna for you, everybody. It's Italian. Hey, uh, we shouldn't say that. That was a good. Uh, that was a good uh, uh, diver today. I don't want to. Be I hope we didn't book. offend the Italians. I love oh. Italian food, and that's why we chose it. Cause okay. Such a it's such a delicious, go rich me, cuisine in that that country. It's beautiful. Give me some spaghetti. Spaghetti. Somebody give me a spaghetti tonight. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. I don't think the Italians put the little T's on the end. The Italians I know, they call it spaghetti. Spaghetti. Skets. That's what that's what I grew up calling it. Skets. Well, you're not Italian. You're no. Irish, first no. of all. <laughs> you're Irish and you're your dork kid. I'm, I'm Detroit, Skets. Michigan. Skets. Skets. <laughs> all right, gang. Um, hey. It's good. It was a good article, James. Good choice again. Fun stuff. Okay, guys. Well, tune in next week. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys out uh, diving again soon. Uh, we ran into some people this past weekend. It was a good time. Uh, hope to uh, see more of you through the fall and winter. Yeah, we got to get ready for that winter diving. It's coming up, baby. Okay, guys. Or, here's Simon Logbook. Here. Get well some love. Hasta fagioli. Hasta fagioli. See ya. Arrivederci. gift a gift from they gave us a gift really oh unicorn cereal nice so a couple of boxes of uh magical magical unicorn limited edition kellogg's unicorn cereal we it's got, magic we might have to magic rain, cupcake flavor. forgive the pun but we might have to rain rain the unicorn thing in <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's to go with our magical unicorn dive boat yes and our magical unicorn coffee wow. mugs we received Yes. Which really? I'm drinking out of right now, by the yeah, way. Yeah, mine is sitting. Uh, that sounds delicious. <sighs> guess, uh, if you look at the ingredients, guess what the first ingredient is? I'm going to say magic. No. <laughs> sugar. Sugar. Magic sugar. Magic sugar. Oh, yeah. This is probably some good stuff. What's your unicorn name? My name. My unicorn name is Take F*** You. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sums up the unicorn. I'm, a, I'm the bastard unicorn. Nobody invites him to their magical take dreams. The, take the first name, take the first letter of your name, add the month you were born. B means your first name is Lemonade. Oh, July. Oh, oh there's a code. July. Yeah, there's a decoder. Okay. July your, uh, is Raindrop Mist. So lemonade, lemonade rain raindrop mist. mist. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is um, sunbeam glitter blossom. Sunbeam <laughs> glitter blossom. Coincidentally, it's the same way you find your porn name <laughs> or your stripper name. <laughs> hey, everybody, you put your hands name. together. Welcome sunbeam glitter blossom up to the stage. Get those dollar bills out. <laughs>